This is Hidden Mickey Guy, Steve Barrett, and you're listening to the Disney Nerds Podcast. This episode of the Disney Nerds Podcast is brought to you by TouringPlans.com. Spend less time in line and more time riding your favorite attractions. Visit TouringPlans.com. Welcome to the splendor, the spectacle, the sparkling sensation, where the romance, the comedy, and the thrill of Disney fantasies come to electric life. And as our friend Jiminy said, welcome. Welcome to the Disney Nerds Podcast, a place each week where like-minded people get together to discuss all things Disney. We'll help you get your Disney fix on. Here we go. A Magic Kingdom proudly presents, in a million points of musical light, the magic worlds of Disney. Hello and welcome to show number 518 of the Disney Nerds Podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome back to the show. On this week's show, well, we're all about the trip reports because we've got Jimmy and Ian to tell us all about what Orlando's like from just a couple weeks ago. To help me do that, I've got Morgan. Hey, Morgan, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? I am um, already jealous about what I'm about to hear from Jimmy and Ian because they were there and I wasn't. Right, right. Well, that's why I didn't pay attention when they kept texting us and telling us how great it was when they were there. So here's when I get to find out what happened. Okay, so let's say hi to these guys. Hey, Jimmy, how's it going? What is happening? How are you guys? Doing well. Hey, is that that new studio you have going there? It is not yet, but it's going to be soon. Oh, crap. Uh, currently, I'm at Ian's. Uh, yeah, currently, I'm over at Ian's house because of some echoing issues in my studio, uh, which will be worked on. But uh, I'm excited to be in the studio soon. Right. And we also have Ian with us. Hey, Ian. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're doing well. Ian's a friend of the show for the longest of times. He came down with us on the early meetup uh, weekends way back when, 10, 9 years ago. And uh, he's definitely been sticking with us and shows up every once in a while. And here he is. Uh, you know, we have a, just announced today, basically, uh, we have a, we're all going to be down. All four of all four of us will be uh, in Disney in July. Uh, and we've decided to have a little meetup. Uh, and Ian's going to be down there with us and helping us, helping us, uh, helping us out. So, yeah, hopefully I don't melt. Right. Hopefully we, none of us melt. That's right. It's in July, so it's going to be fun. Uh, Ed, Ed lives in Philadelphia, so anybody that's at risk of melting is yeah. Ed more than more than us that live in the South. By that time in July, I'm pretty much adjusted. Uh, once we get down there, that like mid, you know, first couple days in June, it, it's tough. But yeah, after like a couple of weeks, it's no problem at all. Yeah. Knock on wood. But yeah, uh, you say that now. Do we have any pool days planned? Oh, definitely. That's the whole point, right? We could. I don't care. Okay, guys. So you had a trip down to Walt Disney World during one of the festivals. Uh, So let's get that. What dates were you guys down there? I arrived, I believe it was Friday, late Friday, January 26th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe Saturday the 27th was like my first park day. Okay. How about you? I think I was there from January 31st till the 4th. Yeah. And I I was there till the 3rd, February 3rd. Um, Ian arrived. Ian like flew in the morning of the 31st uh, 
didn't even have a room ready, grabs his golf clubs, like the they took an Uber or whatever from the airport to uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge where him and Michelle were staying and he grabbed his golf clubs and went and meet me and Lisa at Saratoga Springs for a round of golf. Like he didn't nice. have a room he didn't have a room yet and he was out on the golf course. What better thing to do other than uh, kind of wait around in the lobby waiting for your room to get ready? Go sure. play golf. So yeah, you answered right. kind of one of my questions. You guys went down as couples then. So you had your wives with you? Yes, both of us had our wives with us. Yes. I also had my Disney wife, Charlotte, with me. Okay. And uh, where were you guys staying? I think we heard where Ian was, but where were you at? Uh, I, I was at Saratoga. Uh, so the, the the trip to the... Actually, one of the cool things about staying at Saratoga and, and golfing there... So two, two quick things. First of all, if you have a tee time to play golf at any one of the Walt Disney World golf courses... You go to Bell Services at your resort, and they will get a cab for you, and the cab will bring you to uh, to the golf course on Disney's dime. Oh, that's cool. That's a fact. Any cab, not like just that minivan crap. No, no, it's, it, it was a regular like a, a van. I think picked E. Awesome. Yeah, Which no, I... it was it was a regular van, and but it wasn't like a minivan. It was like a it was right. a taxi, taxi van. Yeah, like a taxi. Yeah, not not a minivan. It was a taxi. Which I think that's um, weird that they do that because they have the minivans, but whenever they do it on Disney's dime, it's a regular a yellow cab that comes. Well, I think it makes sense because it's cheaper, right? I can the, the the minivan is out there making way more money than what they're going to spend on that taxi cab to bring you to the golf course. So you don't want to pull it out of service for that for something free because it's it's you know what I mean. So. Because minivan trips are way more expensive than the cab trip. Well, so. that was the assumption, but I was watching the. The, the fare on that taxi. I was like, hmm, <laughs> this ain't exactly cheap. Yeah. And this, and that's, you guys were like, how far away uh, coming from? Ian was far. I mean, he was going from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Saratoga. Okay, because that was my question, because that's, I was going to say, one of the values, and that's basically down as far as the values. So, okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's Animal awesome. Kingdom Lodge is in the same area as the All-Stars, right? It's in the, it's in the Animal Kingdom area. Um I was at Saratoga, so I was at this resort where we were golfing. So I just called Bell Services, and they said the golf, like one of the, one of the luggage cart. You know, they at, at the at the bigger uh, DVC resorts, they have like golf carts that to mm-hmm. haul your luggage and stuff like that to bring you. So they sent one of the guys over there uh, to come pick me up. Right. So now. Here's a quick question for you. Is there a chance they don't do this to the values and it's only because you guys are staying at um, oh, no. mid-class or deluxes? No, no. It's not a resort thing. It's a golf thing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So if you're staying at yeah. All-Star Movies and are golfing at Saratoga, you're still going to get be able to get a cab. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a it's the golf the golfing thing is what, what covers it. And it's the fact that you're golfing at Disney is what allows that to happen, not necessarily the resort. Nice. Now, was this your guys' first time golfing at Saratoga? Because I know normally you guys go to one of the other golfers. This is the third time I've golfed at Lake Buena Vista, and I think think the third time for you too, huh? At least the second. Yeah, the second, I think. Because we did did once with Lisa. Yeah, we did your third time golfing in Disney. Yeah. Second at Lake Buena Vista. Correct. Okay, Um, cool. Now, anything stick out about this golf course? Like, is there a fantastic hole that's nowhere else or something? Well, that- I think this is Lake Buena Vista is Lisa's favorite golf course between the, there's four. Okay. So there's, there's Lake Buena Vista, which is out by Saratoga. There's the Palm and Magnolia and Oak Trail, 
which are all out by uh, Shades of Green. Okay. Those are like the championship courses, Palm and Magnolia, and uh, Oak Trail is a walking course, so it's a short, shorter course. I haven't done this. The only one I haven't played. Um, Wait, we're not going to walk. Yeah, nobody wants to walk. <laughs> it's vacation. You got to uh, so, some liberties. So Palm and Magnolia are both very beautiful, and they're like championship courses, but they're out in the woods. So there's not really anything out there to say you're playing at Disney. Technically, you could probably be playing anywhere. Uh, when we did play, when I went Memorial Day, me and Wyatt played out there on Magnolia. It was cool. You see a lot of wildlife. We saw a bunch of we saw deer. We saw turkeys everywhere, uh, squirrels right. everywhere. Um, what's cool about Lake Buena Vista is it plays through the resort. So it plays through Old Key West, Saratoga, and the Treehouse oh, Villas. Cool. Nice. So, like, you're on, you're playing through the resorts. Um, you can see Disney Springs. You can see the balloon. Are you, uh, you can see... close enough to shag any balls into the hotel areas or not? You're just, like, seeing things. Oh, no, no. Fun. You could definitely. No, no, no. They're, part of Old Key West is on the, on the course. <laughs> oh, no way. That's great. No, you can, definitely hit a, you can definitely hit a building in Old Key West. I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, I was going to say, a couple years ago when you stayed at Old Key West, I remember you took a photo out of your room and on the, the golf balcony. course was right there yeah. and now oh, when we true. play and now when we play golf there like i'm like i stayed in that room because there's only one room that's actually that close and right it's in that it's on that corner and i like i literally like i know what room it is when we pass it on the golf course nice so okay let me ask you another question about the disney golf courses do they have like uh, a cart with beverages going past every so often or is there someplace yes. static on the course like a hut or something um, so there is a, there is a little, uh, window outside of the pro shop that sells like drinks and sandwiches, sandwiches, and, like, drinks, snacks, stuff like that. Um, beer, um, and the prices are much better than what you would assume regular Disney prices are. No, it's regular golf course prices. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I would say, gotcha. which is higher than what you're going to pay at a grocery store, but less than but not 12 bucks know, a beer. Right, probably you know five or six dollars a beer, which right, is still right. a lot, but not not you know not, not Disney sure. prices, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so they have that. So you know before you start, you're you're there, and then when you when you after the first nine, you end up back there, uh, and then there's also a cart that goes by. You usually see the cart twice during a round. Mm-hmm. Usually once on the front nine, once on the back nine, you'll see them. Depending on how busy they are. Yeah, just a, yeah, depends on how busy they are and how often they get stopped. So they. They have a route they take usually backwards. Right. They usually go opposite the coming the at you. you're playing so they can see. Yeah, they're usually coming at you. The last time we played, it was really nice. They had the boat shuttle from the Treehouse Villas, and they were shuttling people back and forth to Disney Springs. And they the boat drivers even said, oh, say hi to the golfers. And like people are just waving at us yeah. while we're playing That's golf it. and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, man. It's, it's, is, it's, it like uh, them, is it like them being on Pirates because they got the, like, the balls plunking around them? Or yeah, like we firing away? shots at them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I remember my, the, I stayed at um, French Quarter one year and like that's the first time that i heard well i always knew there was golf courses but that's the first time that i heard that they were actually like created and now man and managed by arnold palmer's company so i mean yeah. like 
Oh, One cool. thing with those boats that, like, from Port Orleans and from Saratoga is they, if the, I guess, driver's feeling up to it, we'll talk about the golf course. On one of the holes on Lake Buena you can see part of, uh, part of French Quarter, too. So it's close enough. You play in that area, too. You can see the different colored, the different colored buildings. I don't remember which hole it is. Well, from Port Orleans? Yeah. You, on one of the holes, you can see Port Orleans in the distance. Like, not very it's, far. Yeah, it's across the water. Yeah, just across the water. Yeah. You could see uh, Port, Port Orleans French Quarter. Um, what's cool is Lisa, we played it like, I think our tea time was like 2 o'clock or something. Um, but Lisa's a member. So as a member, uh, at twilight like that, it, she can schedule it like four days in advance. If it's available, she pays $15 a person to play. Oh, wow. That's great. So, and normally it's like a hundred bucks, right? Um, so the, I don't, I think Ian said his cab ride was like 30 bucks. Like Disney lost 15 bucks to, cause he only paid 15 (laughs) and to, to play golf and, and they paid 30 to get him there. So technically they like, he lost, they, they lost money on, on Ian. Yeah, I love that. Um, okay. So real quick, back to the hotel before we get away from it, Ian, you stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Any special rooms you had there, like any views or anything, or just one of the standard rooms? Uh, it was one of the standard rooms. It was pool, pool view. Um, we normally have Savannah view, but since we were we went with a couple of people and we wanted adjoining rooms, and we wanted them as done uh, as fast as possible, so they we didn't get Savannah view. We just got whatever was first available. Yeah. But it was pool view. view. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Very cool. Uh, now, what kind of trip was this for you guys? Was it a kind of golfing, hang around the hotel, pool type trip, or did you guys hit the parks a lot? For us, I mean, we, you know, so Kim and I have done Festival of the Arts every year since it started, except for one, which was the year we went to Disneyland instead. Uh, so that the reason we wanted to go was really because of because of Festival of the Arts, and we wanted to really go. Uh, Spend a lot of time at Epcot and, you know, spend some time at Festival of the Arts. Mm-hmm. And we did. Okay. For Michelle and I, it's just uh, eating and drinking. Yeah. We we <laughs> like to go during every festival that they have. And look, she looks at menus months in advance to figure out where she wants to go and what she wants to eat and the new drinks. And she looks at reviews That's and everything everybody. else. Kim wrote. Kim had. Kim had everything written down on a piece of paper, like all this. Yeah, you guys should be thankful the girls are doing the work for you. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like Jimmy a Yangling. <laughs> well, I got to get more than beer. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, besides Epcot, did you guys hit any of the other parks, or was it mainly Epcot Festival of the Arts trip for you? We spent some time in every park. Uh, I tell you, what, it was a two two really nice treats, and one of the one of the advantages of stay in dvc is that the dvc resorts are considered the loss yep uh so there was one night we were at magic kingdom till 1 a.m me kim and charlotte nice uh here's a pro tip if you're staying at a deluxe your friends can join you at the extra magic hours even if they're not when we would go on rides they would scan my magic band say how many people are with you i'd say three all three of us would go on. Now, in advance, I had added Charlotte to our reservation because with DVC, there's no additional charge for, you know, at some resorts, if you add a third adult, they charge you so much per night for that third adult to stay with you. But DVC, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I had added 
two reasons. One, Charlotte, I added Charlotte to our reservation so she could do extra magic hours with us, but also uh, because Charlotte's local and she drives, I added her there so she could scan her magic van and get into Saratoga and not have to go through all the oh, stuff. Right. At the, at, so she could just scan her van and come there. Come and then to hop the, on the bus. Hop on the resort yep. and or pick us up and yeah, don't um, have to wait in line. Give the security guard yeah. your info. Sure, explain what you're trying to do and all that. So yeah. you can just scan her magic man and get in. So, um, but we literally every ride we went to, the, they scanned my magic man and said, "Have any in your group?" And we were going on Thunder Mountain and she did that and she must have been new because she looked at the other girl and she goes, "Do I scan everybody's magic man?" She said, "No, no, just one." So the rule is they scan one magic van and let because it's too much. They, if you got a party of six, makes people, a lot of sense. Keep them yeah. moving, you know. They keep and, them moving, and, they, yeah. and they actually do that in the mornings when they have the resort entry. They'll usually yeah. scan the one person and how many people are with you, and then they throw everybody through. Yeah, um, I mean, I've sure never noticed it. that. I guess I'm sure officially everybody should be on the reservation, but logically and in practice, it's just too time consuming for the cast sure. members, and you know. They want to get the guests through so they can get on the rides and stuff. Sure, and then a lot of rides. I mean, does it matter? Yeah, there's like 20 people there, so who yeah. cares? Yeah, you know? and then also it's like you know, I mean, look, I'm not saying the, I'm not saying it's a good idea to invite everybody that you can with you, but like me and Kim were saying, the deluxe Charlotte's a local. Like most attraction, what difference does it make if one extra person is with us? We're probably still going to fit in the same row anyway. They were yeah. only going to like we were riding pirates instead of me and Kim being in row three. It's me, Kim, and Charlotte in row three, so it's not like it changes the capacity at all. Oh, right, right, true, true. And I tell you what, just to kind of, thinking back over the last couple of years, Disney has always kind of like erred on the side of being nice, in that if we had somebody that shows up all of a sudden, and there's four of us that have the magic, well, not the magic pass, but they have the, A you fast know, pass, yeah. Right. A lightning lane. They, nine times out of ten will let that person in with us, or um, are the um, getting guardians, or one of the, uh, or Tron. You know the uh, early passes in the morning. If you somehow miss somebody, they kind of usually let them get them off. Well, yeah, I mean, especially if it's like a number that's not actually. I, I, I you know, I had one cast member, and I think it was uh, I was with Melissa and her Melissa Vincent and her husband, and they made us think about one extra person who would have made it an odd, would have made it an even number. I'm like, what difference does it make? Like that one extra person. Is just going to fill the other fill the other seat. So it's right, just like right, right. it just doesn't make any sense to to make us think about that. So just let them through. So it's but you're right. Most of the time, I mean, we've definitely gone on flight of passage and you know scanned in and Charlotte's been with us and or you know and they're like oh she's with us and and they're just like go ahead. And even if you find yeah. a cast member with an iPad or something like that, you can sometimes even a just lot of times just forehands like and yeah, go right through. We've done that uh, with DAS Pass before where somebody's not on a reservation um, because we didn't know that they were going to, you know, they weren't going to be with us. And you can go to the blue tent and a lot of times they'll just add them onto the current, your right. current return. And they do have a lot more of those like kiosks now. There's a ton of them. Well, I mean, for something as simple as, as that, that's going to take like less than five minutes you know it makes sense but obviously like the if you have a more in-depth thing the blue tent people will send you to like the actual building for guest services yeah, so. yeah. they right. can't do everything there but they can do a lot yeah um i've never gone to them when they weren't able to weren't yeah, able to they're, fix they're it. pretty good um yeah. and the other thing that the the first day we went to magic kingdom uh the it was closing at i think 
4 o'clock or 4.30 because they had a cast member event, which we had some of our friends who were cast members that went to that. Yeah, it was it was for cast members that had been there like 10 years. 10 or 15 years. It was, yeah, nice. they're, they're reckoned, they're, um, I forgot what it's called, but basically if you've done a milestone, like uh, I know our friend Mark Daniel did, celebrated his 30 years last year, but he got to go, him and his wife got to go this year for that event that day for his 30 um so i mean those milestone 10 and up years so i would tell you me and kim went to magic kingdom that morning and like everything pretty much was walk on nice i I love that look i think people look at the look at the look at their park when they're doing their park days they see that it's closing early so they they just go to a different park so i would say even like during the you know the halloween party and the christmas party those days during the day before the party typically have lighter crowds. So, I mean, Space Mountain was just walk on. We just yep. walked right on. I feel like when I think it was it, posted 15 I, minutes, but they were running 15 minutes. Yeah, and as long as you have hopper option, it doesn't make a big deal. Like, okay, the park's going to close at four or at six or whatever. You still want to go to a park. You've got the hopper option. You just go over to whatever park. The only but time it's problems if you don't have hopper. I was going to say, that's the key, though. You have a certain amount of people that don't have hoppers, so they're not yeah, going correct. to it's a waste. Of, it's a you waste. You just took out like 25% there. of the people right there. Yeah. 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 So, and for us now, with annual pass and they've removed the, the two o'clock time, you can hop at any point now. So it's. Yeah. And it's nice actually walking out when they have events like that because they're not making you leave. They're just not going to let you get on any rides after this certain time. And they ask you to start to kind of move out. But yeah. you can shop your whole way down Main Street or whatever park you're in. Oh, yeah. They won't run you Just do whatever off. you want. Eventually, they'll stop you from going into other lands, and they'll kind of funnel you yeah. toward Main I Street. I buy that. Yep. I yeah. Agree. So, but you're right. You can walk all the way through the shops. They're not going to kick you out of the shops. Uh, they kind of set up. They'll kind of set up at the entrance of every land. Yeah, yeah. Because all the people coming in the park are going to the fun shit because they're just brand new in there now. Yeah, they're not um, shopping. Right. Right. So very cool. Um, I did so, learn a valuable lesson. And I want to give Ed a huge shout out. Okay, you, like up? your number one rule. Like we didn't follow it because I listened uh, to my wife. You didn't buy it. When you saw it. <laughs> huh? You didn't buy it when you saw it. Sure enough. So <laughs> listen. So there was like we were trying to find something with which my kids are tough to shop for at Disney because we go so often. But every trip we'd like to bring both of them something home. My daughter's a little tougher than my son because I can go to the Columbia outlet in Disney Springs and buy something there for my son. I can buy a t-shirt, a Columbia t-shirt, and that's all he, like, during the, most times that's what he wears is Columbia t-shirt. So I can go there and buy a t-shirt and it's on. Caitlin's a little tougher. But they had this, we were in Epcot in the creation shop, and they had these little set of nice little bowls, and they were, like, kind of, like the Russian doll that kind of nestled together. So there were like three bowls and there were three different sizes okay. and three different colors. And I'm Which like, actually I'm are called her. nesting bowls, by the way. Okay, so nesting bowls. Okay. <laughs> nice. So Honestly. I'm sending pictures to Caitlin of all these different things. There was also like this cool like terracotta looking picture. Um, and she liked the bowl. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you the bowl, blah, blah, blah. But? And Kim's like, well, let's just wait. <laughs> yeah. Right, they'll be there. So then we went to Magic Kingdom. So Magic. So then, so then we went to Magic Kingdom. They had a Magic Kingdom. Like, should we just go ahead and get them? We were shipping them anyway. 
We're going um, back to Epcot. We can wait. We're going back to Epcot Friday. <laughs> Let's just wait till Friday. We'll get him on Friday. All right. Sure. Go to Epcot on Friday. Gone. Replace right. the whole shelf with a different collection. And then you got to make the big decision. Do you try to go to Magic Kingdom to get those yep. damn bowls and they might be gone and ruin your whole day? And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. So yeah. the last day we didn't, we had a later <laughs> flight on the last day. So we decided to go on a scavenger hunt for oh, they bowls. Did. I tell you what, did you find them? We did. We found them at the contemporary, uh, at the store in the contemporary. And then we went to, uh, not, we already found the bowls and we bought them and we shipped them. But then right. we uh, we went over to Polly. We couldn't get a park. We didn't have a park reservation that day and we couldn't get one. Eventually, I got one for Hollywood Studios. Um, so I'm like, we can go there. But all right, so let's go to the resorts and see if we can find uh, the bowls. And the first right. night we were there on our trip, we spent the first night at All-Star Movies. They had the bowls there too. So our worst, worst case scenario, we were going to go over to Magic Kingdom <laughs> and just hop on a bus and go to All-Star Sports. Uh, but they were in, they had them at Contemporary, and then we hopped on the monorail and went to Polly, because they just wanted to go hang out at Polly. We went and eat at Polly. We went and eat at Captain Cook's. Right. And they had nice. them at Polly. So they were at the resorts a lot. They just had removed them from Epcot. Uh, right. And then while we were at, uh, while we were at Polly, I kept checking my phone and ended up getting the reservation, uh, park reservation for Magic Kingdom. So then we went to Magic Kingdom for a little while. Where did they never find it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, glad it worked out. Yeah, I don't have problems like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't have kids. I don't shop for people. <laughs> I go. I go there for Watch myself. Out. If you see something you like, you just pick it up right then and there. I but Ed's rule is like, if you see something you like, you buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Because a lot of times it, you go back and it nine just, times out of ten. Oh, speaking of, I think I might have something for you. Oh, I like that. There, there you go. Uh, so, Ian, out of the whole trip, what was something new you did, you guys did? If anything. Um, something new. Hmm. The, well, they just reopened Narcusi's, the restaurant at the uh, Grand, Grand Floridian. Floridian. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Love that. And they, they remodeled it and had a new menu, and we went and checked that out. Okay. Awesome. Uh, what'd you get? Do you even remember what you got since Michelle wrote everything remember. down? It was it was good. <laughs> well, we'll ask Michelle. It, it, Michelle has a picture of it. I guarantee you. <laughs> sure it. she and does. Nothing wrong I with that. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went on Michelle's socials and like, I mean, all the food that she posted pictures of looked good. So you know. Right. I I remember last when I ate there last. The only thing I really remember was they had the alligator dip. Um, and that was just something different. I didn't see alligator dip on there this yeah. time. Well, one thing that's kind of cool with Grand Floridian is it seems like their restaurants are, are going to that Victorian decor. So we're getting a lot of like Mary Poppins and, you know, those characters in it. So it's kind of cool that they're getting more cohesive with their uh, IP in the Grand Floridian, in my opinion. Yeah. They just need to open the tea room now. I'm just waiting on that. Right. I, you know, that's we didn't even we didn't even do on the last day. We we could have done Grand Floridian, and we didn't. It's not my favorite place. Well, it's nice at different times of the year, like holidays for sure. That lobby is is you can't yeah, it's miss cool. it. It's, it's the place. I to think stop. it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But normally, it's, yeah, it's a little dry. I, I, you know? I just find it a little stuffy. Well. Yeah. Speaking of, of holidays, this week they did announce that the Easter display is out at the Grand Floridian, oh, yes. um, but it's also at the Contemporary and Yacht and Beach Club, which 
if you walk into any of those lobbies during Easter, because basically, if you don't know, it's these, you know, chocolate eggs that the culinary teams have created. These are these beautiful works of art that are edible. But you walk in and it's just you get this whiff of chocolate. It's really cool. Um, so, yeah, they announced it this week. So anybody going, I'd say probably next couple weeks or a month, you'll be able to check out some really cool uh, Easter eggs. And it's different every year. I'll be there at the end of this month. Nice. Back quickly. That's good. Morgan, tell everybody where you think read the article about the uh, Easter displays. Uh, you can see it over at the DisneyNerdsPodcast.com. And um, I was there last year, so I think I might uh, post some of the pictures I took last year on our socials. So stay tuned for that as well. Awesome. And if Very you want cool. some more, I'm sure Michelle will take a ton of pictures this time and have all of them. Yeah, awesome. Very cool. Morgan, you need to uh, message Michelle and get her to share all her pictures with you. Like Maybe she a, just asked her to come over and sit in. In a messenger chat. <laughs> she's in bed. Yeah, she's in bed. Yeah. I saw her walking well, around earlier. That's the only reason I asked. Um, yeah. She took the dog out and then she wasn't happy. That was it. it. I'm out. Uh, Jimmy, uh, tell me something you did new this trip. Besides hunt went, for bowls. Right. We went and bought something. And this is this is Disney marketing as its finest. We <laughs> went to and bought something at the Ganachery. What did you buy? Uh, it's the first time I'd been there inside the Ganache. I've walked by it a bunch of times. Oh, the Ganache was uh, awesome. But they, they had an advertisement for a limited edition, old-fashioned flavored chocolate, which I, I, mean, I oh, love wow. a good old-fashioned. Uh, so it was a chocolate that had the hints of bourbon, orange, and cherry. And me and Kim went in there and bought a, a box of chocolates. How uh, was it? delicious they were pretty good he shared some with <laughs> i did i shared some with lisa and and ian uh after golf they came, came in my room i had to give uh i brought a king cake for lisa right. uh she came in the room and got a king cake but then i told them about the ganache so they tried that where uh, was pretty good it's at disney it's springs uh, right it's near it's actually like across from paradiso yeah um, right where the meetup's gonna be yeah okay. i know my disney i don't too much Oh, that was the place with the line. That was it the, is, yes. For okay, a long yeah, time, they had a line that you had to sure, wait sure. to get it. It's, it's on, a it's small on the place. It's from the Irish place. I know where it is. Well, yeah. one thing that's yeah. kind of no, cool. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, Gideon's. no, this is different. Oh, that's a different one? Okay. Yeah. It's a little further down. It's just all they sell is chocolate. Gideon sells cookies. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Another They're thing. good cookies, by, by the way. Another thing. Gideon's does have good cookies. But Summerhouse has just the good cookies and no lie. Yeah, okay. Well, I would argue the no line makes the cookies as good. Mm-hmm. Well, but I think the cookies are just as good, but because Summerhouse is so new. Well, they don't know about it? People don't know how good the cookies are. But yet. also, Summerhouse isn't known for, like, that's not their thing as cookies. Um, actually, for I mean, the, when Disney invited us last spring for the Tron event, one of the things that they actually let us try were those cookies and like they even called like they even had like little brownies and little goldies which are just brownies without the chocolate and i i agree with you guys those things those were awesome i haven't bothered with canadians because i'm not going to wait in that line exactly. we got um where do you go for breakfast 
we went to we went get cookies at Summer House twice. The first time we went, we got a couple cookies, and I got a uh, they took a big Rice Krispie treat, a brown sugar Ooh. Rice Krispie treat that was amazing. Uh, you guys are making me hungry. And the, I, I think the well, cookies no shit, are. That's what it's about. I know. <laughs> I think the cookies are just as and so the cookie so at Summer House they have a cookie bar that's separate from the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, real quick, really separate from this. However, this is something that's really nice about our co-hosts because we're from so many different places in the country. Sam is from the Pittsburgh area, and he shares every time they have a wedding in his area, in his family, they have a tradition where they have a cookie table. And when I say cookie table, we're talking a huge, huge, like 20-foot round table covered with stacks of cookies and just done so artfully, not just like, you know, Oreos yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, this is the real stuff. And, um, yeah, just to hear that is always so fun. And now, as far as the different types of cookies they're having down at Disney World, people stand in line on re- for a reason. Yeah, my, my family's from Pittsburgh. Uh, that's where my parents met, um, got married and all that. And that it, it's a thing in Pittsburgh. And it used to, back in the day, it was like, your mom, your auntie, like everybody brought cookies to the wedding. Like you didn't bring gifts. It was, you brought cookies. But of course now it's upscale, it's fancy. Well, sure. Like put it this way. You gotta do it. Yeah, if I ever get married, even though I won't be in Pittsburgh, I have to have a cookie table because it's just passed down from my family. So yeah. Yeah, traditional. I've never heard of that. That's pretty cool. I will also say uh, the ganache, as good as it is, not not cheap. Yes. Oh, of course not. <laughs> like, of course he told not. me what he spent on the chocolate. Like, six, oh, wow. I got like 16 chocolates, and I got like 10 of the old fashions, and then Kim picked out some others. More than a bottle of bourbon? It was 45 bucks. For 16 pieces of chocolate that are this big. <laughs> like one <laughs> square inch. Well, I mean, this is artisan chocolate. And this I and mean, that. it's really, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's like legit, like handmade chocolate. I mean, it, it's it's really good and really well done. I mean, don't get me wrong. And it comes in a beautiful, like, beautiful box. I mean, it, it's it's really well done. It's well, that's half the great. cost is the package. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, sure. it's, 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 and it's, it's the experience. It's all that, all the fun sure. stuff around it. And they and do they it have the window. They have the window when you walk into the left, like the little area where you order is to the right, but on the left there's a window, and usually you can watch them and they're making. Uh, oh, that, they were yeah. making like they were making like s'mores, and you could watch her like with the torch toasting the marshmallow and fire. Uh, it, it, it was it was cool. I mean, it was really cool. I got a video on my phone somewhere. Nice. Well, that. one thing uh, I was gonna say is, you know, I know a lot of people like are all about Gideons and Amorettes and all that. And I know Amorettes does a lot of theming with, you know, for whatever shows, movies coming out or, you know, they'll probably have stuff for Black History Month this month and Women's History Month next month. Ganachery does the same thing. They have these beautifully themed, you know, artisan chocolates, but I think because of the price, nobody pays attention to them as much as Amorettes, which they should, because they look so beautiful. What did we get from Emirates? Was it the chocolate mouse? Yeah, I think we got so the it's chocolate like a mousse. mouse. Yeah, it's like so the it's like dome, mousse, little mini dome like cake. A, yeah, it looks like a, it, it's colored. It's like it's a, a moose mouse. It's, like it's a, a moose mouse. Yeah. It's a moose <laughs> mouse, but it looks like Mickey. But it's a it's a little chocolate dome that contains moose, right? Yeah. Nice. Well, one thing that I've gotten from Emirates recently is I want to say they call it the Enchanted Rose, but 
it, it it looks like a little rose. It's a little cake that looks like a rose, obviously themed for Beauty and the Beast. I don't remember what the flake, like what it is exactly. It's a little bit more cake than the moose mouse, but that thing is delicious too. And then I know my friend Danielle is obsessed with the macaroons at Amaretz. You can't go wrong really with any of these places. And where's Amaretz? Is that at, like the Samaria? It's right, right by World like, Disney. yeah, like the back of World of Disney, like what used okay. to be oh, the princess across room. From the, what's the, uh, oh crap. What's the, the fries with the cheese curds and the, the poutine cart poutine well, it's right across from the poutine cart yeah near the levi store and i think yeah okay. it's the first store like if you if you're walking from like the polite pig up to world of disney it mm-hmm. would be the emirates is like the last place on the right yeah uh, before you get to the okay. bathrooms behind world of right. disney okay well i tell you what before we leave disney springs and talk about the festival um, I just want to remind everybody we're talking about, except for this last, the, the, the last area here, but everything else was in the area called the landing at Disney Springs. And that's where we're going to have that meetup in July, which the idea behind it, I kept hearing stuff about what Jimmy was saying in January. And we were there last year also. There's just so many different areas that we can grab drinks and different things to eat. And this nice little park, we figured it was going to be the perfect area. So definitely go check that out. Um, okay, so before we finish up for tonight, let's hear about the festival that they were having at Epcot. Because as we know, if you're at Walt Disney World at almost any time of the year, Epcot has a festival. What was it, and what'd you think? What'd you do? So, Festival of the Arts is is probably man, I, I don't know. It's a close it's a close run for me between Festival of the Arts and Food and Wine. Um. You always say that, by the way. You always say you always flip flop on which one. Yeah. So whatever one you're at is yeah. your favorite. I one. think I think Festival of the Arts. I've I've held for a while that Festival of the Arts is my favorite, um, but I think the so I think the biggest reason. Well, first of all, the artists is, the artists are amazing, um, but I think I also enjoy the concerts for Festival of the Arts more than I do. You like you you like the Garden Rocks? Uh, uh, that's Flower and Garden. Garden Rocks is Garden Rocks is okay. Oh, oh no, no, that's Flower and Garden. I'm sorry, that's yeah. Flower and eat Garden. To, eat to the huh. beat. I prefer Festival of the Arts. I prefer the Broadway thing. Well, the Festival of the Arts is okay. a different brand of festival, like music festival. I think they don't bring the normal like kind of bands and cover bands. I think that the Festival of the Arts, it's more the Broadway. It's more the it's actual. all Broadway. And I, I, so I want to give credit to all these guys on the stage. They're all artists. But this is kind of like where you kind of raise that level of artists, where you have the Voices of Liberty versus the guys who are doing, like, Journey cover. Um, you, you just have, like, really, really intense, really art. Broadway. The concert, the concert series for Festival of the Arts are, it's usually two, it's always, it's always two people. And each of them have starred in one of the Disney Broadway shows. Yeah. Correct. Nice. Do you remember who you had or who you saw? We saw multiple people. I know we definitely saw Josh Strickland. Um, oh, my God. Her, I'm drawing a blank on her name. She was Belle what did she in do? Beauty and the Beast. She oh, was okay. Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Yep. And she's my absolute favorite. Um, but I can't, I'm drawing a blank on her name. And um, we, But, they're you know, they flip-flop. They'll be like... They usually the the pairs usually stick together, so they'll have two of them, and they'll do two or three nights, and then it'll flip. And I guess that gives them a chance to do duets and stuff like that, right? 
They do, yeah. yes. And yeah, then no, they, they also cover, duets. and they're also from, typically from different shows. Um, so they'll cover, um, they'll cover some of their own stuff, but then they'll also do whatever's current. Like, it looks like, I guess they're doing a Broadway show for The Greatest Showman. I guess Disney's producing that. Oh, okay. That. Right. Um, because... Yeah, why we not? Saw, <laughs> we saw them do the greatest showman songs a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also one that. good thing that's good about Festival of the Arts is like if you don't see them for like those like couple of days they're performing, they're usually going to come back later that week or later that month. So right. it's not like I only have one chance to see a particular performer for Festival of the Arts because you usually have like two or three at least opportunities to see that performer it's it's nice it's, it's so well done i'm trying to find the uh ian where did michelle want to eat at the festival of the arts did you have any kiosks oh, picked out you guys hit so one thing that i noticed about festival of the arts with the with the food booths is usually they focus a lot more on desserts this year or when we went they had a lot more savory dishes which is right up my alley because I don't I don't have sure. the biggest sweet tooth, but where she, where she wanted to eat, I, or what she, you like? She likes what stood out for you? She, she she I know she always likes getting the is it the fillet at Canada? Yeah, yeah. And she they I think they even had a beef Wellington type uh, uh, dish, and um, they always had that flame one that's on. Uh, where's that walkway? Oh, on the way to Before, like the, um, to the Imagination Pavilion by the the bathrooms there. Yes, yes, the exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, well, what stood out for you? Do you remember anything that was really good? Just just everything. Well, it's not just everything. The um, it's it's. It's weird that I I remember the negative things more well, no, okay. than I remember the positive. And I was just trying to I was just seeing it in the back of my mind. I was like, okay, well, give me the thing that didn't stand out. Yeah. Because well, if everything usually stood out so negatively, cool, that everything kind of blends together as being a great time. But yeah, what stood out as being like not that great a deal or not that great of a you know taste? Oh, so normally China always has the best uh, food booth, right? It's always got the longest yeah. line. It's got the most popular dishes. Right. For the most common things, unfortunately. They got thumbs yeah, down. Yeah. Oh, really? Because they, yeah. the, they always have the dumplings. They always have some type of duck on a bun or something on a bun. Something on a bow bun, usually. Yeah. They usually right, 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 right. Um, Yeah, no, that stinks. It didn't blow the roof off my doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that happens. Okay. I was looking at the schedule coming up for the flower and garden and I hate to say it, but I was looking at the schedule of the kiosks and the menus and such like that. And I'm like, wow, here we go again. This is just another year of this. Um, I'm not getting as excited as I used to. And I don't know if I'm being jaded (laughs) or I I don't know. But you know what? Like even um, for me, food and wine uh, last year, when we were all there for November, I wasn't like, rushing to the booth for anything secondary thing unfortunately at this point maybe because we're all just kind of been there so often that that's that happens to us i hate to say it i mean what's so funny yeah maybe yeah after five times yeah Yeah. Um, we have to be more like michelle and dig down and know exactly what we're going to need 
or want, you know. And make the list before you and get there of what you're going to try. I try to, to yeah. but yeah, I see, I hear you. I hear you. All right, so just real quick, I'll give you I'll give you like the line of people who were there for the Broadway on the Broadway shows. Okay. Uh, and they were all there on different dates, and it goes back and forth. So, but these the the pairs stay together. Um, Kara Lindsay from Newsies, and Kevin Massey from Tarzan. Oh, great. Ariel and Adam Jacobs, which is I saw them not this past not this not this past trip, but last year, which is amazing because they're brother and sister, and he plays Aladdin, and she plays Jasmine, but in like the Australian. Broadway show, okay, uh, not in the same production, but they both, but they both play in Aladdin, and they're both incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Patty Murren from Frozen and Robert Creighton from Frozen. Uh, Maddie, Mandy Gonzalez from Ada and L. Steven Taylor from The Lion King. Kissy Simmons from The Lion King and Josh Strickland from Tarzan. We definitely saw. Them oh, I, yeah, I saw them. Uh, Ashley Brown and Michael James Scott from Aladdin. Ashley Brown's from Mary Poppins. That's who I was thinking of. She's not, it's not being the Beast, it's Mary Poppins. Gotcha. Uh, if so I'm not mistaken, kind of James Michael Scott is like the genie from Aladdin. Yeah, like, yeah. He's the, yeah, like, he's... the face that a lot of people know. Yeah. So it's incredible. That, that's one of my favorite things about, about that. Uh, speaking of incredible. How awesome is the new fireworks show? Oh, I love that. Okay, good. Yeah, because you both, uh, well, Ian, was that the first time you saw it? or That was the first time I saw it. It was the first time Michelle saw it, and Michelle had tears coming out of her eyes. It's a nice. Where'd you see it from? <laughs> what, what part of the park were you at? We, uh, we did it at uh, Great Britain. Okay. I'm I getting a lot of new respect for because they had that little walk down area that you can get right up on yep. the water. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, very cool, very nice. I think I saw it three times while we were there. Okay. Um, I really enjoy. It. I think it's really well done. Different locations, or trying to find out the best place to see the new show. Oh, is there a smoke issue? I guess I should say also. Well, you also got to look at the wind to see which right. way the smoke's going to go. So there still is the smoke issue. So yeah. I definitely watched it in Japan, and I definitely so I watched it in Japan. I watched it in Morocco, and I watched it on the bridge between France and the UK. Okay, did you guys end up going through Future World at night? Did you see all the new uh, lights and everything and um, Dreamer's Point and that whole area? I, I did. I was saying, I know Jimmy uh, did because he sent us a video, which I put on our TikTok and our social. Yeah. Ian, yeah. did you see that area I don't this think, time? I don't think I did. Did you see the Walt statue? Where he's sitting, the Walt, the bronze statue of Walt, where he's sitting down looking kind of toward. No, where is this? It's right behind Spaceship, Spaceship Earth, Earth. In that area in the center where the fountain used to be. Oh, then I walked right by it. Didn't even see it. You probably walked around it because if you yeah. don't make that turn and go to the center, you uh, won't see it. Michelle like, about that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, She's the, right no, there. And Ian's just trying to catch up with Michelle because Michelle's small and she darts in and out of traffic. And no, Ian's she's so small she walks in between people's legs yeah. and I, 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 gotta, I can't follow her. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I'm surprised you nice. didn't see the Walt statue. Well, something to look forward to at the end of the month. You're going yeah. back. Put that on your yeah. list, man. And it's That's a photo. Like they do a, like a, a picture there. 
Oh no, we're definitely gonna do that now. At nighttime, nighttime. But it, there's all like there's all this green area. They do character meet and greets where there's like all this space with like benches and tables and stuff like that with outlets and people like go there during the day now and like work. They bring their laptop and work from from Epcot. Wow. No, with it's their, incredible. Uh, with their Apple Vision, what? with their Apple Vision glasses on. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, with the big goggles. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's incredible. Um, awesome. Well, guys, it sounds like you had a really, really good time. January. No, I'm definitely going to check that out. January sounds like a really good time to go. I almost hesitate to say that because we don't want too many people going and having it end up not being a good time. But I think we're good for a couple more years. Uh, what do you think? I like I, I like January. Look, it was it was some at some points in time it was still fairly busy. Uh, there were some Brazilian tour groups. Right. Oh, that's right. It's uh, the uh, holiday season for those guys. Yeah. Well, actually, so there it were definitely it's the middle of summer. I guess is a better way to say it. I, yeah. Maybe uh, we definitely saw some flags and some Brazilian flags on backpacks and stuff like that. So, right. Uh, as long as but you're not behind them, it's kind of like just calm. extra. It wasn't that busy. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't crazy. It was a good time to go. I would compare it to late November kind of when we do the... I guess the way to compare know. it is that how crowded was the bus, how crowded was the monorail, that type of thing. Because you really can't judge it when you're in the park because it gets crowded and it, gets like, it goes back and forth. It yeah, and people disperse. But usually it's just a matter of the entire trip, how crowded it was getting back and forth to everything. So I think I think the buses and stuff like that are more of a gauge if you're probably saying at a value or moderate resort. Maybe even some of the maybe even some of the deluxes. I will tell you, Saratoga Springs is like a retirement community. Like <laughs> the buses and stuff like that are almost never busy. Right. You almost never have to stand on Saratoga. But I think I think it's because it's a lot of older people go to Saratoga because they're DVC it- owners. And they don't. They keep different schedules. Then they're not out there. And probably it probably has to do with being a DVC resort. Does it all DVC? travel there often? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why. That's exactly. Right. Um, so they don't. They're not up first thing in the morning trying to get to the parks like you do. You know what I mean? So it's right. like everybody kind of runs on their own schedule. Right. Um, Excellent. Nice to take advantage of that when you know. Yeah. Animal um, Kingdom Lodge buses had practically nobody on them. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we saw somebody on the Facebook page who goes down a lot, and she was on a bus by herself last week. Before, uh, well, I will also say, I will also say, like in the past, I saw more scooters this past trip staying in Saratoga than I've seen. EVC scooters, but like yeah, like the little ECVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that they have to load on the buses. Right. That was the only problem. They're like, wow. Almost every time you're waiting for a bus to Saratoga, you gotta wait for an ECV. I mm-hmm. think it's just. I think a lot of it's it's it's, it's older people that stay at these resorts, resorts. A that are DVC. B probably cost more money. Yeah. Um, so you know it's it's just right. it's just a different. And look, I, I'm you know I'm no snob. I mean I'm staying at I'm staying at All Star Sports in in April, so I mean I, I I'm yep. fine with a value or it doesn't bother me one bit. Uh, I kind of like the I kind of like the busyness and the the kind of almost chaos that goes on at a value resort. I think it's kind of cool. I think I like right. to see the excitement and the kids there's, and the people and all the. It's kind of odd because it seems there. like there's not a lot of space at the value resorts, like at the moderates and the deluxes. Between your room and the lobby and between the different buildings, there's like a lot of space. Uh, yeah. the, the, the values it's just like there's everything like you're walking through and... everything to get everywhere 
Sure, one hundred percent. As opposed to Saratoga or Port Orleans or Old Key West or Caribbean, where everything's so spread out that you don't. It just seems so much more like if you're looking for a peaceful vacation. If somebody like contacted me to book a trip and like, look, I really want a peaceful vacation. I'm like, you need to stay at Caribbean or Saratoga, Old Key West. I, I would almost argue and stay in a and stay in the back. You know, stay in one of the buildings in the back. Right. Yeah, they have. They even have their own pool with the remote pool yeah. that you can go visit and don't. You know, it's like so less chaotic. Right. Well, I mean, even if even if you don't say you want a relaxing one, um, like perfect example, uh, like this weekend is uh, Run Disney's Princess Marathon weekend. That is a completely different schedule than a normal Disney person because they get up so early. So you kind of yeah. want a more spread out resort. You kind of want a more peaceful <laughs> thing because. You're getting up at two, three o'clock in the morning to get a bus to go run a race, you know. So you're going obviously going to bed earlier. You don't want to have to worry about screaming people walking by your room at midnight, and you're like, you just messed up my sleep. Uh, like you never know, it could happen. So you anywhere. don't. So you don't want me rooming next to you. No. <laughs> and he sounds like he will be though. So yeah. look out. <laughs> two other things I just really wanted to quickly mention. Um, before we go, um, we did take the time at Festival of the Arts because uh, the first day we were there, Lisa came to meet us. And we went and watched, you know, they do the, the live art. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went and watched Trevor Carlton do Love the him. live art. And it was, re- I mean, it was so, really, really cool. Really quick in 30 seconds, explain what the live art is. It's they do a painting live, but it's like they do it on stage to uh, on stage at the state at the same stage. The guy plays the the harp thing like the entrance of the entrance of World Showcase in between the two, the port of interest doors that that stays right on the water. Right. Uh, So basically, there's an easel up there and they play this like this high energy music. And he's kind of he's getting a little older. But he's kind of kind of dancing. And he did the uh, it's a it's a it was a Mickey, but. Uh, and then, you know, and it was really cool. And then eventually after it was over, he, they take the painting and they move it over to the booth. That's right Spell there. It. And he kind of, <laughs> well, no, well, no, he's, he's, he keeps doing stuff to it. He keeps adding a little more detail and, yeah, you know, like because the fine on stage, points of it. yeah, on stage. And if you haven't seen Trevor Carlton's work, I mean, it's, it's cool, but it's also a little bit abstract. Like he kind of tosses some paint on and stuff and. It, it was really cool to watch that, but he was up there kind of dancing a little bit, and uh, you could see him before we started. We were waiting for him to come on, and he was behind the stage kind of doing, like, knee bends and stuff, trying to warm up a little bit before he got out there. Some stretching. <laughs> he's stretching. He's, it's, it's, you know, he's out there performing. I mean, it's 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 So a he's thing. running around he's the dancing. stage throwing paint? Is that the type of performance you're doing here? Well, I mean, he's, like, dancing and stuff, because I've seen him, like, he's yeah, he dances, like, into the music, and, like, he's got his group, oh, like... Nice. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to pull anything. God, you know. I mean, I know um, a couple of years ago, well, pre-COVID, uh, I did the Festival of the Arts and recorded the video of him painting a painting, which I know we have it somewhere. Um, and I'll have to find it and, like, repost it. Because it's just cool because I have the whole process, like, have the whole video. And this is before they had them up on the stage. Nice. I did uh, I did live stream it to the podcast page while I was there, but uh, it ended up kicking me off because of the music. Oh, right. Because of the sure. copyright, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it ended oh, up we have a little bit out, of it, but... then we'll find it. Yeah, um, it still should be there. It just wouldn't let me go live anymore. Um, 
And then the other thing, just real quick, uh, I was kind of strolling through my, my, my gallery on my phone and I, I, I came across a, a video of Charlotte dancing, uh, which is always <laughs> fun and funny. Uh, We'd have to see it here, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to send, I'll have to post that. She'd kill me. Uh, I'll share it to you guys. I can't Worth post. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't post it, but I can share it with you guys probably. Uh, the other Poor thing, uh, we went and did uh, Caring for Giants. Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah. Uh, which right. is the elephant tour uh, right. at, at Animal Kingdom. And it was 100% worth it. Uh, it was very, very cool. Uh, they, they bring you on like a, I don't want to say a bus, maybe like a van, like a charter van. Okay. From? Um, so you go, you start at Animal Kingdom back by the safari. Almost the last little booth on the left across from the place that sells the street corn and stuff is where you meet. And then they take you from there in that back corner and you go backstage uh, and walk backstage past like where they drop off the food and you see all this other stuff backstage and you cross into this parking lot and they put you on a bus. And then from there you just take some streets some roads and eventually you pass, and, she, and you know the guide is telling you everything that's going on. Um, right. You can't take any pictures. You can't have your phone out when you're backstage. Um, but then you take this turn, and you're by the elephant, like where they stay at night. The pens, yeah. Which pens is not doing it justice. It's this big. It's just a big, huge facility that they stay. Uh, so we get to see the new baby with her mama. Uh, they can't stop because they don't want to frighten mama. But, you know, she rolled by slow so everybody can kind of get a good look at the baby. Because mm-hmm. uh, the baby hasn't been able to be out on Savannah yet. Uh, and then they go past that and they go down and then um, there's like some steps that you walk up. And there's a change in the color as you go up the steps that she tells you once we get past, you know, this point. Then you can pick out your phone, take pictures, whatever. Nice. Uh, and you walk through this viewing area. It's like this big, wide viewing area of the elephant habitat. Uh, basically, that you see, you're on the back side of what you'd see if you're on the safari vehicle. Uh, so you could see across and see the safari. You could see the safari trucks passing, but you're on the back side of that. Uh, but you just get to stand there for, you know, 35 minutes. What was the... Uh length of the entire tour from uh when you left the safari to when you got it's back. Like an hour okay it's about an hour so you're probably back in the viewing area probably for about 30 or 40 minutes mm-hmm. but the guide is telling you you know you're getting all kind of information about the individual elephants and the names and and their habits and what they like and what they don't like and so it, it's it's really cool and just a lot of how they Take care of them, and I wonder if they would have let you audio record. Um, They did, but I didn't turn the microphone on. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy had technical difficulties, evidently. Please stand by. So, uh, you know, I had my little uh, my little microphones, like the same ones you have had that plug in the bottom of your phone. Sure, get the little mic. Yeah, the ones I had that plugged in my phone. I had that plugged in my phone, and I had the little mic, and I was hitting record the whole time. 
Yeah. And nothing recorded because I didn't turn the mic. I forgot you had to hit the, the button on the, on the little on the yeah, microphone yeah. to turn the microphone on. So I did not record the whole show. Man, Major it ha- screw I, up. It happens. It happens. I get it. It happened to me once. So okay. Well, that's right. Next that, time. Yeah. Because so, that's yeah. something that's definitely on Hope's list for us to do. So we're gonna try that. And it's uh, a, look, just, it's an hour long tour, and I think it was like forty bucks. So it's yeah. Like it's maybe fifty bucks. So it's not. Yeah. It's definitely something that's repeatable and. Every time, like they don't guarantee that you're gonna really see elephants because there is places in the in the viewing area that these elephants could go that you really don't get. Like there's a a little spot of like tall brush that they could walk behind. Right. And we but we were lucky enough that they were kind of far away, but then walked around that, but then also came right back in front of us where it was they were actually closer. Right. That's got to be one hell of a conversation for the cast member when they're behind the bush. It's like, yeah, well, if yeah. Jumbo was here, he would be talking. Yeah. He would be doing this. Yeah. Correct. If Giselle was there, she'd be doing that. Yeah. And they tell you, I mean, you could probably still see like the top of their backs or a little bit of them. Yeah. But, they, you know, they're like, look, we can't guarantee what you're going to see because we don't control the elephants. Yeah. They do what uh, they want. But, yeah, they do what they want. So, you mean they're not animatronic? They're not animatronic. Except for the little oh, baby one. Yeah. Oh, the little baby one. Little Red. Right. Well, I tell you what, we're going to add that Wasn't to Wasn't that the... Little Red? Yeah, that was Wasn't Little Red. The, one that they, uh, the elephant that they, poachers. That they were trying to kidnap. Yeah, they were kidnapping you saw in the back of the truck. That was animatronic, for sure. Yeah. That's you animatronic? That? What? That was, that was that a was little the baby whole... elephant. Do you remember that? I had to keep changing it. I have no idea months. what you're talking about. So at one time... At one time, when you did the safari ride, the whole, there was a whole story that you were helping the game wardens catch poachers, and you would ride through, and the bridge would almost collapse, and you found you found the the camp that the poachers were at. Well, you'd see then, the truck with the baby in the back of it, and then all of a sudden, switched. they caught the poachers, and you would, and they saved Little Red, and you'd pass this little truck that had the cover on it, and you'd see Little Red in there. It was a little animatronic elephant. You never saw that. No, that must oh have been God, uh, have to find a video. pre hey, me and going to Disney four times. Maybe a year. so. There you Maybe go. So. That was um, great. Actually, it was better. Have you ever been on the safari when the bridge collapses? No. Well, it always shakes. Little... Now it's little shakes. <laughs> yeah, it shakes, shakes every time you go over it. No, no, no. But they used to stop on it and it would lean. Yeah. Oh, the whole oh, thing right, would lean. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they don't do that anymore. They just drive over it. That little metal bridge, it's all. Yeah, it might not lean like back. It's held together with. Oh, I know what bridge you're talking about. Yeah. You used to stop there and the whole bridge would. they like, oh, no. And the whole bridge would lean to the side. Oh, why don't they do that? I don't know. The, oh. the story same has person, gone. Sa- sure. Same reason they don't have an actual person on Living with the Land anymore. Or a Yeti that actually moves. Or not? Yeah, on Living with the Land, it was so great. They had the great song. They had a cast member that used to stand at the front of the boat and do a whole narration and tell you about. So sure. every trip was different. It was answer great. questions too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's yeah, right. and they also got rid of Great American Movie Ride. Yeah. Yes, and actually, if you go, you listen to our last show, we did Extinct Attractions from Hollywood Studios, and since they're so long, we only did a couple this time. So you can go back and listen to that. We did the Great Movie Ride, and it had the cowboy on it. So it's definitely special. Um, I love it when the cowboy. And it was also when they had a human narrator. They had the human guy in the front of the in front of the car telling us the story, not the um, recording they had from TMC or whatever it was. Yeah, when they switched it with TMC. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, guys. So that was really good trip reports. We really appreciate that. Definitely found out some great information, some new stuff. The uh, elephant tour is definitely on my list. And trying to get down there for a 
Festival of the Arts is definitely going to be on my bucket list, too. I haven't made it yet, but that's definitely something to try. Uh, there's so many activities going on, more so than any of these other festivals. So many different live events to like check out and do. Let us know what you think. Have you been down? Um, send us an email. Jimmy, tell everybody how to get in touch with the show. Send us an email at any of the hosts' names. So it's ed at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com. Jimmy, Sam, Jen, Charlotte, Lisa, anybody you'd like to write to. Or if you have a general question for all of us, send it to questions at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com. We have the Disney Nerds Podcast Facebook page. We also have the Disney Nerds group. So definitely send us an email. Let you let us know what you think of the show. Okay, guys. So that's it for show number 518, the trip reports we had with Ian and Jimmy. For Jimmy, for Ian, for Morgan, this is Ed. And we're the Disney Nerds. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Around here, we don't say goodbye. We say guajarini, which means go well. Have a magical night. Akuna Matata. It all started with a mouse. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace.